Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Eight fourteen, Wisconsin's Morning News. Someone talked about touched a nerve, and it goes along this theme. Jeff Wagner, who has what five shows left? Six today and next handful. Week. Okay, so that'd be six. Mm-hmm. One of the things he says very often on his show. Just because you have a right to do something doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. Variation on that, as it relates to this story, would be just because you're allowed to do it doesn't mean you should do it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm split on this one, too. So there's a story that's uh, making the rounds now. A lady named Jess had settled into her seat for her flight from Bali to Sydney. She's Australian. And uh, she decides she's going to pop on one of the movies that pops on. You know, all these, a lot of these um, airlines nowadays offer Wi-Fi in some fashion. So you can either watch via their Wi-Fi something on a mobile device or oftentimes they'll have a giant screen, not giant, but a, a screen in the seat in front of you, right? We just flew JetBlue to New York yeah. and that service was free. Like nothing, you didn't have to do anything, just it came up. Here's a menu of stuff, a whole bunch of TV shows. There was live programming. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is kind of cool. And then movies. And they have a whole menu of movies you can watch. By the way, side note, uh, watching NFL football on a plane isn't always as great as I think it's going to be. Really? I watched the Badger game. It was awesome. I struggled with it. The screen was too close to my face or something. I don't know. It wasn't wasn't what I thought it'd be. Anyway, (laughs) um, this lady decided she was going to watch Magic Mike's Last Dance. If you know anything about the Magic Mike movie series, uh, the first one actually was really good. It was a thriller. Steven Soderbergh was the director. I mean, it's a good, it's a good movie, but there's a lot of males with their shirts off, a lot of steamy, sexy dancing, <laughs> some you know, mm, a lot of that kind of stuff. And the last one, Magic Mike's Last Dance, also has a lot of that in it. So, so, so a lot of Mike. It's called the you know steamy I mean? threequel, if you will, <laughs> <laughs> full of thirsty dancings. And all eight of Channing Tatum's abs. He's the actor in it. It's always going to be a risky watch on a plane. Like, you got to think twice about that. Well, that's exactly the crux of the story. All right, continue. So Jess said she had initial reservations about punching it up. And by the way, this is a movie that is offered via the airline's offerings. It says, here are the movies. And then this one pops up. Uh, So she did look around. I checked to make sure there would be, you know, kids like sitting behind me or around me. And there weren't. So she popped it on. Starts watching it. Selma Hayek is in a scene. They're having some, you know, some oiled up dancing, if you will, in the kitchen and elsewhere. Yeah, dancing. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) so that's happening. And uh, she gets uh, a tap on her shoulder and a note handed to her. And she says she, like, hardly even pays attention at first. I accepted it without even glancing down to see what was written. Because she was so enthralled by what was happening on the screen. Captivated. When I took a quick look, the shock hit me, and I went silent. Up until that moment, we'd had very little interaction. She's talking about the lady who handed her the note. The note basically said, hey, if you're looking for forgiveness since you're a sinner, I can help you with repenting. Meaning like, hey, you know, I know a lot about Christ. I can help you through this because you're clearly sinning right now is basically what the note said. Now, the the note was written nicely. It wasn't like, hey, how dare you? Mm -hmm. But it was a note basically saying, yeah, as a sinner right now, I can help you repent if if you'd like. So clearly this is a woman who, without regard for, you know, the message that she was trying to send, also probably didn't care to see that. Right? <laughs> Correct. Probably. And I Correct. think we live in a world where we're all overly offended to some extent. Sometimes you got to walk by something and shrug it off, right? Yeah, but sure. if you're, you know, in close proximity to a person who's watching some content that probably for this woman she found very offensive, 
So she didn't care to see that. This story popped up. We talked about it earlier on Wisconsin's Morning News, and we did get some texts about it. And uh, some people saying, you got to remember who's sitting behind you because people sitting behind you can't actually see through the cracks and see what you're watching. Yeah, or the kid next to you. Yeah. I mean, not even in the same row. Imagine a kid on the aisle and you're on the other aisle. Now, so I just watched Hacksaw Ridge. I just flew back, what, a, a month ago. And uh, Hacksaw Ridge is a World War II movie, very violent. It's an amazing true story about a guy named Desmond Doss, who's a pacifist, who saves countless lives, like scores and scores of lives. Well, this is the guy who wouldn't carry the gun, Wouldn't right? carry a gun. Okay. And say, it's an amazing story. And actually, the movie's pretty good. It's super violent. It's super violent, and there's some skin in it, too, that I wasn't expecting. Now, before I popped it on, I have to admit, I did like... You did the look around. I did did read the room, but I was a little embarrassed because there was... I mean, it's very violent, and at one point, like, I'm watching this violent scene of war, and it, like, pauses because the pilot says something, and so whenever the pilot or the flight attendant would announce something to the cabin, it'll pause your movie... Mm -hmm. And it like paused on like a body like getting blown up and I'm like come on limbs are airborne. Yeah. Great. And of course it's the longest conversation. The pilot like couldn't stop talking. I'm like all right, can we? If you look below, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you'll see what uh, what a twenty three that seat right now is watching, and they seem to be enjoying a bloody movie. Anyway, it 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 I would not have watched that movie in particular had I had like an eight year old sitting next to me. But you could have. Correct, like since it was there. offered to me via the airline. So I think that prompts the question. If you want to sound off, 855-616-1620 is the Old National Bank talking text line. Old National Bank, get old. Get Pancake a call back there. We'll put you on the air or send us a text. Just whose responsibility is it really? Because it is offered. So is it the airline's responsibility? Should they not be offering those films? Should you go PG-13 or even PG or lower? Got a couple of texts suggesting it should be just pg or is it just, hey, look, most of the people on this aircraft are adults. You you read the room. It's on you what you put in front of you and put up in that screen. From the 608, I have a real issue with the type of movies that are allowed to be watched on planes. I just came back from a long trip from Europe, and it's amazing the movies that are available to watch when there are children on board. So another one, too. It seems like uh, most folks coming down on, you know, in that, but if there, in that area. If there are just adults around, then is that okay then? And people in the back seat can see what people in the row ahead of them are watching. It's not just the people next to you. But it's not. And I, I don't. Another di- text. I don't disagree. However, okay, then I'm not going to watch through the crack of what the person in front of me is going to watch. No one's forcing me to watch whatever they're watching it's in funny. the seat ahead. Somebody just texted in. I would have sent the note back to that lady saying, "Stop creeping on me. <laughs> <laughs> mind, mind your own beeswax. Yeah, you don't have to watch it." <laughs> I've I've run into that. Watching stuff on my phone. I told you earlier, I'm finally getting around to Game of Thrones, which, yes, I know. I know. What was the, when did that end? Five years ago? <laughs> At least. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> but we finally got whatever streaming service it's Max. on. I think Max, right? You made, you made me get Max. All the shows you were watching. There are a lot of good there. shows. So, Right, and you're like, welcome, by the way. All right, I will dive in, and it's fantastic. But like, I'll watch it at the gym. I had this thought: so I'm, you know, I, I do elliptical at the gym, so I'm on the, and I've got it on my phone right there. Man, a lot of people are naked those oh, first few seasons. Yeah. A lot of naked people. So then you're that weirdo that's watching porn while doing well, elliptical <laughs> right? stuff. If somebody walks by at the time, you just glance over. Bunch of naked people. 
Yeah, but then this creep. Then they show a dragon, so at least they know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you have some taste, I guess, right? And then some guy loses his head. Okay. I know what Vetrano's watching. (laughs) So, right, I've had that conscious thought of, I'm in public here. Haven't, hadn't even thought of the thing of maybe you would walk by and see some offensive content, but also it was more through the lens of I wouldn't want to walk walk by and say, that guy from the radio watching porn at the, at the gym? <laughs> and then what all the of a sudden they're taking a video of you. Look at this guy. <laughs> right? Look at this weirdo. Uh, from the 262 on the old National Bank talking text line, I was recently on a plane, started watching some series, probably similar to what you're talking about. A very explicit series came on. There were no kids around me, but I turned it off immediately out of a courtesy to the people Mm -hmm. around me because of the scene that popped on. I think those types of movies or series should not be offered on planes. And this one, no, but there's nothing left to watch in public. (laughs) PG only. Watch the others at home or read a book. It's pretty good advice, actually. PG only, boy. They don't make PG movies like they used to, though. They really don't. <laughs> I would I would put it on the airline, and if I, fly, if I if I flew on an airline that said, "Look, we only offer PG or lower," I would have zero problem with that. But say that you were looking, if you were like all excited to fly to New York, you had a long flight, and you're like, hey, "I'm going to binge watch Game of Thrones. I can't wait. I've been I'm going to burn through the the last half of the series. I can't wait. I'm going to watch a whole bunch." And then you see that you're sitting you're next to a ten year old. Who's not your kid, but a ten-year-old? So what are you doing? Are you? Yeah, I think I'm that not on? fire. I think I'm not firing that up unless I feel like I can totally angle my, you know, my screen away from the kid. Well, definitely not the ones that are on the seat. On right? The seat no, back. for sure. No, I wouldn't do it. Just even, even if you took out the issue of, you know. The others around you, just the the creep factor of I want somebody looking at me okay. going, what's okay. this creep watching? What about this? What about this? You're like, okay, I can't wait. I'm going to pop open my bag of nuts that I got. I brought these. I can't wait to watch this, you know, NFL movie or NFL movie, this this football game. And the kid next to you says, hey, I, I got a food allergy. Can you can you not pop those peanuts? Then absolutely. We already do that, right? You got the nut-free table at school and all sorts of stuff yeah. like that. Right? Serious? Because not everyone would agree with that. What, are you going to open? I know. I'm gonna I, eat I, my nuts you know me better. You know me better than that. <laughs> right, no. But I guarantee someone will text that. So I can eat whatever I want. Why can't I have ah, my nuts? I don't care if the kid's ten. Uh, I think it. So again, where I come down, if the airline wants to regulate it, and I think they very well could. I'm not going to make a capital case out of it, but I, I have had that thought of what's available on there. It might be wise to go drop that down a rating level. And we all bear the personal responsibility of what we're watching on our screens and who's around well, us. Well, pretty soon we'll all be wearing uh, VR masks anyway, so we can watch whatever <laughs> we want and no one will know. 824 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Eight twenty nine on Wisconsin's Morning News. You know, it was suggested that there could be a sanitized version of films that might run. You know, like, let's talk about when we were kids. We first got exposed to some of the classics, Blues Brothers, Animal House, Caddyshack, The Airplanes, on TV, they all had an edit-down version. In some cases, I know they've actually like even re-edited scenes. Breakfast Club edited out the word shorts, eat my, sh- eat my shorts, they changed it to socks yeah. in the TV version. So I don't, I don't know but if that happens much they anymore. They don't do it anymore, right? For airplanes. Uh, here's one quick text on it. In my opinion, it's ultimately up to the parent. If there's someone on the plane watching an R-rated movie, the parent can switch seats with that child who'd be nearby. The United States is the only country in the world that has hang-ups with nudity. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. It shouldn't, ha- shouldn't have to be on you to 
shield your kid from harmful material from the person sitting next to you. Another I suppose, one here but. from the 262. In this day and age, why would you worry about the person sitting next to you? <laughs> Nobody cares about anybody at all anymore, ever. Yeah. Right. Interesting. I don't know. I, I, there's not a right or a wrong. I, I feel like there's elements of shades of gray <laughs> to this situation. WTMJ's Steve Scafidi is in Grafton right now. He's getting set to launch our Capco Kids to Kids Toy Drive Initiative through the day. Before we talk about that, Steve, you want to weigh in on this thing? You're sitting in the, you're sitting on a flight to wherever, and you want to download or watch in the in the seat back in front of you, sort of a saucy movie. Maybe it's got a little bit of nudity in it. Maybe it's got some violent content. Is that is that on you to worry about who's sitting around you? I think so. I mean, this happened to me when I was coming back from, I think, France or Germany uh, earlier in the year. I was watching some. It was an innocent movie, but you know, nudity has been part of film for a long time. And I actually stopped the film because it, it started to get to a thing. Not that there was anyone directly next to me, but I, I didn't know who was behind me. And the seats have a big gap, so I didn't want. I, I felt awkward, so I, did, I shut it down. What if you were sitting next to someone watching something? Would you? Would I, you I, hey, yeah. as an adult, I'm not going to care. It's more, it's more kids that I would think about. Sure. Yeah, say, hey, what you watching there? Well, it is a weird <laughs> feeling, though, because, I mean, somebody what, just texted that? We what have this weird hang-up about nudity. So, I mean, yeah, yeah it is what it is. Well, it, it's not just that, though. It's violence, you know, sexual violence, that stuff. That that would be really creepy. It came up because uh, there's a story about a woman who was watching Magic Mike, the third one of the Magic Mike series, which has some skin in it, and uh, the lady next to her tapped her on the shoulder and handed her a note saying, hey, you're sinning. I can I can help you repent if you'd like. I think my wife would probably lean in on that one. <laughs> Your wife, right? Hey, what are you watching hey. over here? Hey, what are you watching? <laughs> All right, let's talk about what you got coming up. WTMJ now kicks off for hours-long coverage and partnership with Capco as they do the Kids to Kids Toy Drive. What's all happening up by you there? It is amazing. It's already a, like a winter wonderland, holiday wonderland. They got toys everywhere, and and Capco's—they're—they're they're the the experts at this, and they've already got. I came up this morning in their driveway, and there was already big bins of toys that people had dropped off yesterday. Of course, it all commences today with the you can drop off toys tomorrow. They have their big toy drive all day here on Badger Drive up in Grafton. It it is spectacular. You would not believe, as I'm sitting in there in the performance center, how many to- thousands of toys are already here. Decorations. We're getting set up for our live broadcast today. I'm going to be joined by Bill and Joe, Bill Makasha and Joe Zapecki for our political power hour. But they're the experts, and it's really simple. Just go to WTMJ.com, click on the banner. It'll take you to the donation site. You can you can certainly drop off a toy in Grafton. It's uh, it's an easy drop-off. They've set it up perfectly. As I said, they are the experts. It's the best way to brighten someone's holiday, and, and I'm a big fan of this, and I have been for many, many years, and they've been doing it forever. This is an easy way to donate, and I always say pay it forward. Well, pay it forward to those kids who need a little help, need a little something, need a little something to brighten their Christmases. I absolutely love this event. Well, I look forward to your show. Wagner's going to be out there as well. Wisconsin's afternoon news through the day. It's the Capco Kids to Kids Toy Drive right here on WTMJ. And if you want the link that Steve mentioned, you can text the word kids to the old National Bank talk and text line 855 1620 will blast it right out to you. Eight forty-three on Wisconsin's morning news. Treat for you today in studio. Well, more treat for us, <laughs> but we'll share it with you. I've got Ian and Chauncey in here from Pine River Cheese, and they are delivering some new flavors that they're working on this year. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. 
Absolutely. That's we're excited to be uh, be on air. Now the dairy's up in Manitowoc, right? Yeah, so we're just south of Manitowoc is where our plant's located in Newton, Newton, Wisconsin, Big Newton. Can people come out to see you? Do you have the whole store and showroom and all that stuff? Unfortunately, we do not. So we there is a store down the road. They're called Pine River Dairy. Uh, we shared the name. It's very confusing, but they have a great store. You can walk in there. They got 25-cent ice cream cones, and they sell all of our products as well. So. Outstanding. So this is Pine River Cheese made right here in Wisconsin. Uh, tell us about some of the varieties that you've brought in. Oh, We brought uh, quite a few here. We got eight of our classics. We've got some of the newer ones, um, uh, more popular like the mango habanero that's newer. Spicy beer is really growing, growing in popularity. Um, but port wine is our, our go-to number one seller. I um, mean, it's a Christmas time, so cran- cranberry <laughs> Debbie, cheddar. Debbie's taking away. <laughs> cranberry <laughs> cheddar because it's Christmas as well. Chauncey, I just tried the mango habanero. Yeah. And I said what I liked about it, like, that wouldn't have been one I would have just picked off the shelf. Yeah. Because I'm like, ah, I, don't, I, I want cheese. I don't want fruit. Yeah. But it has spice and it's there, yeah. the mango, but it doesn't overpower it. Yeah. It just really works well together. It's, it's one of those uh, uh, creations as you make it, you're like, wow, this really works. And it's a little bit of a mango habanero jam that, uh, Really makes it creamy as well. Bakes, breaks down the cheddar and makes it a little softer and creamier for you to get that uh, cracker through pretty easily. And, and that's an are, award winner. We're right? in the presence of greatness. So it is the we U.S. Champion yes, the chaser. U.S. champion from last year. The World yeah. Championships coming up in March in Madison. So we're hoping to take home gold again. We've done it for about the last twelve years straight. So is there a, is there a separate category for this spreadable cheese? Yeah. Versus, so there's yeah. You know, there's yeah. what 140 categories in the World Cheese Championship. Yeah. So you're contest. not going up against the wheel of Gouda. No. So no. they got their own, they got their own <laughs> category. So there's there's a couple different even categories within the spreadable category. Category. So there's there's three categories that we enter, and we typically win all three of them every year. Yeah. How do you come up with a flavor? I mean, is it just like, oh, how about <laughs> we put these? So two it's together? it's somebody like yourself call, sending us an email to our, our contact right. us and saying, hey, you guys should try this, and then we'll me and yeah. Chauncey will sit in the office. For real? And say, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Do you get some absolute dogs? You're like, hey, yeah. I mean, try we, this. We, fa- <laughs> we fail. We fail nah. more than we succeed. We don't, we don't need to try that one. Actually, that sounds like a bad. But we, I mean, we've tried everything. Yeah, K- kimchi, wasabi, bourbon. Yeah. Um, you know, very different coffee, uh, cream to cocoa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> some dessert stuff. We do a lot of. We, we're working on a some dessert. I can't say the name because it's sure. you know, secret right now. Ooh, but. Top secret. Yeah. 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 Have yeah. you ever been pleasantly surprised? Like, hey, you know what? This yeah. is, came out better than we thought. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. There, there's some right now in our R and D process that it's like, wow, this sweet and this heat and this. It just it, it's and there's works. Uh, we it use works. a lot of so we do we do port wine and spicy beer that's using real beer real wine so we have wineries and breweries that we work with and team mm-hmm. up with that co brand or we make their a cheese yeah. bread with their beer or their wine so yeah. oh um, beer pairing sounds fantastic it, it, yeah. it works really well but I was very surprised a very you know popular beer spotted cow didn't come through great in the cheese spread yeah didn't work you know because it's too good it, to- yeah it wasn't enough to bring the flavor through so there's certain ones where you think oh man that's got to work and. Mm-hmm. Ends up not working. Yeah. Talking with the folks at Wisconsin's own Pine River Cheese. So locally, I've seen this on store shelves. Where can folks find this? Because there are a lot of spreadable cheeses out there. <laughs> yep, so if they're looking yeah. for Pine River. So at Metro Market and Pick and Save, uh, Sendix, Piggly Wiggly Festival. Um, you can also buy online. We're, we're partners with Wisconsin Cheese Mart. So their store downtown has our products. And then they also mm-hmm. sell all of our products on their website. So you can ship it to your friends and family all over the country. What's the origin of spreadable cheese? Is this a Wisconsin thing? I feel like it is. Yeah, so up in our neck of the woods, it was created. Basically, yes. a guy had a bunch of scrap cheese. He threw some some wine in it, mixed it up, put it on the tavern. Yeah. Uh, called it pub cheese. Served it with pub beer. Cheese. It was called yeah. pub cheese, and they served it in stoneware yep. glass crocks is kind of originally how it was served. Yep. Um, and through the years, uh, you know, a lot more people started making cheese spread. It's become very sophisticated and technical yep. um, and automated. Mm-hmm. Does it matter what you spread it on? I mean, we, oh, yeah. so that's a very oh, yeah. big topic. We just got that oh, target okay. well, you so, just open up a can. <laughs> the the, the device, we call it the device. So yeah. what device you're using is, it <clears> depends <throat> on what flavor okay. will determine the, the vessel you're going to use. So crackers, 
Uh, wheat thins our number one mm-hmm. option. It's the most sturdy mm-hmm. cracker. It goes goes well with every flavor. But if you have pretzels, spicy beer, you got or a torti- tor- tortilla chip. Mango you want to you want to dip the mango habanero of our pimento. Mm-hmm. Um, or you know, there's there's townhouse crackers are a little fragile. Well, you know what I tried recently? <laughs> Townhouse has the pretzel cracker. Yeah, that's a good one. That's so, a like, great it's option. got like that pretzel top. The, yeah, yep. the salty, yeah, outstanding. Yeah, yeah. Spreads really nicely on there, and, so, it's, it, and it works in recipes as well. So you got a bowl of chili, just grab a spoonful of something, throw it mm-hmm. in there, mix it in. Bam. Somebody suggested a burger topping. That too, oh, just right yeah. on the top. You Is there it. a template that we can follow though for that? So if I buy the toasted onion, would I know or could I find out what actually would be the best vessel for it? <sighs> But we, but we, we just Ooh, talked ideas. about we just we, talked about this. Business. Business. Right so we do have a recipe <laughs> on our website. We do have That's recipe Dave's ideas, okay. yeah. but we don't have vessel or device <laughs> ideas gotcha. yet. So we got to work on that one. That's a new one for yeah. us. Yeah. You need uh, to tell the judge too. Whenever you submit them, hey, the best vessel for this. Yeah. No, they, they don't use a vessel. It is just straight oh, when they're judging. So, yeah, yeah they don't we, want when, anything when to... we try cheese spread, we're just using our fingers. <clears throat> That's just how we eat it. We, yeah. don't, we don't actually use crackers because you don't want to throw off the you know, salt level. A lot of crackers have a lot of salt on them, different things that might... So when you see the judges, when you do the submission, you're like, oh, not that guy. Oh, man, her, she's <laughs> no, she's tough. We have a good reputation in the industry. They all yeah. love us. Usually right, it's uh, when we see who's the, the judge, we're like, all right, we got this one. It's in the bag. <laughs> Ian and Chauncey from Pine River Cheese with us this morning. Gentlemen, thank you so much. And again, that's available in stores locally. Look for the ma- Mango Abanero, personally tested by us, the 2023 U.S. champion, world champ, with us in studio this morning. That's solid. 849, we're back right more uh, with more right after this. Eight fifty-two, Greg Pancake Hill produces this year program. He got that nickname because he used to work at the Pancake House yeah. on the South Side. And we got a lot of ideas every week for the show. Some of them make it in. Some of them we ask Greg to whip up a little something with the leftovers. We're squeezing in a pancake breakfast special. What about breakfast? We've already had it. We've had one, yes. What about second breakfast? Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? You know what my favorite thing about the tease is? Is that like, oh, hey, we have some stuff that we tossed around that didn't make it into the show. And you guys have absolutely no idea what's coming right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Time Magazine named their person of the year earlier this week. Now, we've discussed there's criteria, but it definitely doesn't have to be positive. So that allows for all sorts of debate and discussion on who should claim the cover of Time Magazine and the title for person of the year. But what about the names that have never been considered? I think maybe they should get their day of exposure. You know, maybe they're not considered because they're just flat out annoying and off-putting. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to lock down the most annoying person of 2023. (laughs) Now, this topic is up for interpretation. And instead of my opinions tainting the competition, it'll be you all who decide the most annoying person of the year. The format will be simple. It's all about matchups. Two will enter, one will move on to the next round. Single elimination tournament, if you will. At the end, we will all decide who's the most annoying person of 2023. Pancake's most annoying person of the year. I mean, you can attach my name onto it, but here we go. Oh, by the way, before we get started, a true thing of the year fashion. Some of these choices are not people, but if Merriam-Webster can contemplate X as being the word of the year, not a word, it's a letter, then I can have some wiggle room too. All right, our first first matchup is cheesy state farm ads. This entire season boils down to one word. Bundle home and auto. But that's four words. Not if you bundle them. Oh, oh my God. I 
just can't. It's so much. Versus artificial intelligence. If my intelligence is artificial, then why am I more annoying than you? So who moves on to the next round? So which one's more annoying? I don't know. Yes. You love those I commercials. I love the State Farm commercials, <laughs> so it's got to be AI. This one's... Oh, man. I'll AI rewind them. AI is annoying? So how are we going to tie break this? Because I think we're on separate ends of this one. Uh, Debbie. AI. All right. AI moves on. See how simple that is. All right. Is it AI or click the person who clicked on a phishing email and now the whole office has to take cybersecurity training? <laughs> oh. The latter. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. Everybody agrees Agreed. on that one. Is it? All right. The person who clicked on the phishing email and now the whole office has to take cybersecurity training moves on and they go up against. Oh, look who it is. It's Elon Musk. Go yourself. Who is, is more annoying? I don't know if anything beats Musk being annoying. He kind of is all over the place. I don't know. Fishing is very annoying. I'm with Debbie. Oh, that's a the big fishing problem. Moves on the uh, first upset of the tournament. Not quite a 16, take it down to one, but it's pretty close. That's a double digit versus he must a single get a digit. buy for three rounds there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so fishing email guy or the beanbag sitter at work. At 12 o'clock, I get some more caffeine and just spend the afternoon doing some more work. I like to de-stress at the end of the day, and today I booked a massage appointment, so I have that for an hour and then go home at 5.30. Big life update. I got laid off yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. This one's hard. This you want to end this difficult. now? Nothing beats beanbag sitter at work. <laughs> Nothing. I want names. Name names. <laughs> yeah, go for it. All right, so beanbag sitter works, and yeah, all those who are associated yeah. with it can move on. And they there are variations of the beanbag. The <laughs> next round of the beanbag sitter, also a workplace annoyance, the reply all email guy. <laughs> who wins in the most annoying competition of 2023? The beanbag sitter at work or the reply e all? So that should email have been guy. bundled. Well, I will say with this the about fishing gun. Well done about the reply all person though. Like that, that's been a problem for a decade. So I don't know. Is that still a fresh? 2023 issue. That's a good point. That is a good point. I might go beanbag. 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 <laughs> beanbag moves on to the final round. Who is the final round of the beanbag guy? They go up against, oh, of course, it's Taylor Swift. Who else would it be? Yeah. Who else could it be? Is it beanbag sitter or is it Taylor Swift? I came around on T-Swift. I found her interesting. Beanbag. Is annoying. Oh, man, I'm so annoying. That's bag, no, no, I'm with beanbag sitter being most annoying. No, but I haven't oh. said, well, you're, you're, are I'm you not annoyed bag? by T-Swift. No, me okay. either. I'm happy for oh, it. Oh, all right. Well, then it doesn't really matter what I say. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm starting to get a little bit of Swift fatigue. Starting to get fatigue, the Swift fatigue. Yes. Yeah. Good, good thing there's still a month left of the year. So as you all contemplate who wins the title of most annoying person of 2023, I and us here at Wisconsin's Morning News bid you a wonderful holiday season and a happy, not-so-annoying 2024.